In the name of God, amen. So what did you hear in the story tonight? There are lots of stories floating around in the world these days, lots of narratives. Particularly when we get to the month of December, lots of stories, particularly advertisements, telling us about what will really make us happy. These folks are not foolish. They have done a lot of learning about our basic hungers, what we want in life, what we don't want in life. We don't want to be afraid. We don't want to somehow feel less than around others. We don't want to be left out. We want to feel safe and connected. And voila, they have the answer. So, if you get this certain product, your neighbors will know you definitely belong. They will see it and see your wisdom. Now, I hadn't mentioned this to Becky, for those of you who are visiting, Becky and I are married, um, but according to the ads, darling, um, if you really want to show me that you love me, tomorrow I'll walk out and see in the driveway a, a brand new convertible with the bow on it, right? <laughs> I'm just, just saying. It's going to be cold at home tonight. <laughs> and you can save your children, if you have children, a bucket load of therapy bills when they become adults if you just don't mess up this Christmas. They have the thing for you. But, you know, really, rather than putting down the advertisers, putting down the companies, maybe we should be giving them thanks because they're telling us what we're hungry for. We want to belong. We want to be connected. We want some sense of security in our relationships. We want communion. So what did you hear in the story tonight? One thing we hear in the story is that we are not alone in our hungers. What we hear in the story tonight is the story of a God who also hungers for communion. Communion with us. A God who in Jesus finds belonging in a community of friends, in a village, in a faith community with its stories and its people and their testimonies. We find in God a God in Jesus who will be dependent on us, chooses to be dependent on us to have a place of belonging and being. Who do people say I am? What we hear in the story is a God who in Jesus will find communion through human flesh. The same hungers that we have. And while the ads will suggest to you that all these things you hunger for, they can provide very easily. And in fact, if you really can't afford it right now, they'll just give you a loan that will last till Jesus comes again, which... <laughs> but this story says, no, it's not that easy. This story is one about vulnerability. This is a huge risk on God's part. Because what we will find is a God who in Jesus will risk sharing with us the deepest joys, the deepest hopes, 
the deepest yearnings for connection, the deepest yearnings for friendship, who will share the deepest pains and the deepest losses. That's the kind of risk that God takes to be with us. Emmanuel, God with us in every moment of our life, in every chapter of our life. Communion. And while the companies will give you loans till kingdom come, this story says the kingdom's already here. That the life of God is already here. It has been born, and it is born again and again and again in the flesh of every human being. The life of God is here now in your flesh, in my flesh, in our flesh. I find myself pondering, wondering, being really enthralled by the fact that for thousands of years, communities have gathered on this night around the story. Now, I know I'm a preacher. I'm paid to think about these things, and I should have an answer why. But I really wonder, what is it about these stories that has compelled us as a species for thousands of years? And I think because there is in them some inherent truth that we get, some inherent connectedness that we feel, some inherent hope that we find in these stories. We come here year after year. We bring this past year with all of its joys, all of its laughter, all of its perplexity, all of its sorrows, all of its losses, and we bring it and submit it to the story, and somehow the story holds. Somehow the story still speaks and is able to take all that in and say, yes, Communion. It's part of your story and my story. Now, there's something else about communion that we know. It only lasts as long as it's exercised. You know, there's, you can't just take communion and hold it to yourself or grab a few people and say, we're going to keep this communion for ourselves and you can't have it because that is inherently False. Because true communion is something that keeps pulling us beyond ourselves. Pulling us beyond our own communities. Pulling us beyond our own understandings. And true community is something that causes us to hunger for more of it. Communion. Pulling us ever deeper. And so what do we hear in the story tonight? We hear a story of a God who hungers for communion with us. A God who, for some reason, is not complete and fulfilled without us. A God who chooses to find belonging through human beings. A God who, in Jesus, finds communion through human flesh, through human relationships. What we hear in the story tonight is the answer to our deepest hunger. What we hear in the story tonight is the path to our deepest hunger. Communion. Communion.